Blog Talk USA. Are you tired of waiting for change? Tune into Blog Talk USA. Let your voice be heard on Blog Talk USA. Welcome, welcome. Hello. This is Hello, Marvelous Monday. Good evening. How are you doing, Dr. Hagney? Is everybody there? I don't I didn't hear Miss Rihanna come in, but uh we want to welcome everybody back to Marvelous Monday right here on Monday, every single Monday, right here on Blog Talk USA Radio. So it's uh Great to be here, and uh, hopefully all of the members are here uh, tonight uh, so that we can kick off and get ready for summertime, as a matter of fact. But today, well, before we get to that, let's make sure all of our team members are here. I know I can hear Dr. Hagney and uh, Pastor Cooper. Are you there? Front center. Front row center. And so, and Mr. Arthur, are you there? How y'all doing? Oh, we're doing great. Uh, so we could not hear Miss Rihanna for some reason. She wasn't coming in, but we could hear everybody else, Miss Rihanna. So, uh, so let us know what's going on with you. Hopefully, that you'll be able to be heard. But before we actually get into the show tonight, uh, I, I know what I know. Everybody knows what today is, especially uh, in particular, Mr. Arthur uh, knows what today is. Does everybody know what today is? January the excuse me, June the 6th, here I am talking about it. Uh, you see January the 6th is on my brain, right? But June the 6th, 1944, does everybody remember what happened on that day? Yeah, and and, I, and uh, Dr. Dr. Hagney? Say again? I, I, I wasn't born then, but... Yeah, uh, I wasn't either. <laughs> no, you were not born 78 years ago. But uh, let me just... They storm one of them beaches or something. They storm one of them beaches. There there you go. Well, there you go. So 21 years ago, I had the opportunity, was selected uh, from my unit to be the officer as well as an enlisted uh, from my unit to actually place the reef on the uh, unknown soldier, there is an unknown soldier there on Normandy Beach, as we know, 78 years ago, um, uh, they stormed the uh, Normandy uh, Beach, uh, trying to defeat the Nazis and, and to, in order to uplift uh, Europe and uh, to defend their democracy. And so we're going to be talking about our democracy tonight, but we wanted to pause and uh, and remember uh, D-Day uh, to honor those uh, 
great warriors. And, and let me share with you guys, that was an amazing uh, experience for me. Uh, we actually walked all through the foxholes that those outstanding warriors built. I mean, it, we could actually stand up down underground in those foxholes. They were uh, ama- they were nothing like the foxholes uh, that we're accustomed to. That we just get down in there and uh, and just hide a little bit. But they actually built a, a city, I would say. Or, or, I mean, as I mentioned, we could stand up and walk through those foxholes underneath. But we know that we lost. So many, so many uh, great warriors on that day. But if you ever have the opportunity to go to Normandy Beach, uh, you won't regret being able to see the brilliance of those great warriors and how they fought. Uh, They were some amazing heroes that fought for the Mm -hmm. democracy of not only just Europe, but but our country as well, because those were American soldiers and warriors that were fighting there. So I just wanted to kick us off with that and and remember those um, who served us and those who continue to serve us. And so I thank, uh, 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 we thank um, Mr. Arthur and we thank uh, Dr. Hagney. Uh, I don't know if you were able to get out there uh, on last week and uh, enjoy Memorial Day and celebrate um uh, those heroes and sheroes uh, as well. Uh, but uh, we were there. We put flags out on every single grave here in Tyler at the Memorial Cemetery there uh, on Highway 64. You're familiar, right, Dr. Hagney, of that particular cemetery for the veterans? Dr. Hagney? I think we're still having some technical difficulties. I could hear Mr. Arthur, but I did not hear uh, Dr. Keller. Dr. Hagney. Yes, now I can hear Mr. Are you able to hear me? Oh, okay. I, I can. <laughs> Dr. Hagney is still on and his line is open. Um, right, and I Dr. heard Hagen, him at you first. might have us on mute. Yeah. Yeah, unmute Dr. Hagney if you're there. And Mr. Arthur, are you there? And, and Pastor? Can you still hear me? You? Yes, I can mm-hmm. hear you, yes. uh, Mr. Arthur. Let's get some testing to make sure that we can we can hear everybody. Uh, Pastor Cooper, you did say front row center, right? Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. I'm here. Yes, okay. And what about Dr. Hagney? Can you hear us, Dr. Hagney? Unmute if you can. See, I heard him at first. I thought that mm-hmm. we're having we're I, having a I little bit of difficulties to. tonight. Right. I had Go to ahead. hang up yes, and call back in. Uh, because I, okay. I heard none of you heard my little monologue at the beginning. <laughs> no, I did. Um, we did not hear your monologue. We should sure did not. So let's see. What, yeah, I had to hang up and call that. right back. Right. So if if uh, Dr. Hagney can hear that, uh, hang up and call back in so that we can make sure that we we can hear him as well. He could give us a little update on COVID nineteen. But but we were able to. I was just mentioning Memorial Day uh, last Monday. And uh, we were out there at, and able to uh, share with families and and, and uh, friends. We had um, we had a four star who was uh, actually our um, keynote speaker uh, that day, and he lives right here in our area. He lives in Lindale, Texas. So we got we became very acquainted, and 
And so it was it was a, a beautiful day. But we didn't have the typical food because of COVID. You know, everybody's just backing up a little bit on that. So uh, so that's understandable. So now, uh, Dr. Hackney's back in, by the way. Okay. Hi, Dr. Hackney. How are you? Oh, darn. I know. It's interesting uh, what's going on tonight. Technology is great when it works well, right? What's Mm -hmm. going on with Mm -hmm. them? Okay. I've done everything Uh I can on my end. I'm not sure. It must be the server, and I apologize, everybody. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's okay. Like I said, technology is great when it works well. And I and let me tell you, for the last fourteen, fifteen days, we've had problems with technology and Southern Link uh, at at the restaurant, and then we've had problems in our home with uh, mm. internet service. I'm actually actually we don't have internet right now. I'm using my hotspot, but they're supposed to come and work on that tomorrow. So uh, so hopefully, Dr. Hagney mm. will be able to to get back in. Actually, go ahead. Dr. Hagney, I'm going to call you right now from the soundboard. So it'll be a, a strange number. I don't know what the number is that will show up, but I'm going to call, try to call you right now and maybe we can connect that way. Um, if it works, great. And if not, then we'll just keep trying other things, but I'll try you right now. Okay, okay very good. And so while Miss Rihanna is doing this, I, w- I want to uh, make mention that this past Weekend, we left on uh, Friday to to go to my granddaughter's graduation. We went to salute her and all of the graduates, the high school graduates all across uh, the nation, in particular all across Texas. Uh, my granddaughter had uh, 469 students in her class, and she was number 13. And so we had wow. family dinner. Yes, we had family dinner, Pastor Cooper, on uh, let's see, Friday, well, Friday night, she had, they had their church graduation, right? She got the highest uh, scholarship, well, she got the highest scholarship award, the only big scholarship award that was $4,000 from her church, and then each one of them, and then she got what was called the laptop uh, scholarship, and that means she got a free laptop and a printer, and then all that there was uh, 15 uh, high school graduates, and they all got. Uh, you ready for this, guys? They got an ironing board. Hello. They got an iron. Yes, there Hello. he is. How are you doing, Pastor? Yes, we Hello. can hear you now, Dr. Hackney. Oh, how are you doing? Hey there. Boy, it's so good to hear your voice back in there. So Dr. I was just. Uh, yes, yes, I was saying, Dr. Hackney. Y'all can uh, hear me now. Te- yes, and technology is great when it works, right? So I'm glad it's working. <laughs> Miss Rihanna kept on until she could make things work out for us. But it, we were a little very, slow getting started, but we're, yes, but persistent. But we're, we're here now. But I, I was giving the head. Miss Rihanna's here. Miss here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All so here. all the teams, the teams are here. But Dr. Hagney, I was giving a little update on my granddaughter. I'm very proud of her. Uh, in her graduation, she graduated very high in her class. And she got, um, uh, I'll tell you a little quick story also, but I, want, I was sharing with you on Friday night was her uh, church graduation. You know how the churches have special graduations for the students, and she got the highest mm-hmm. award, which was a, a $4,000 award. Then she got what was called the laptop award, which was a, a laptop and a printer. But I love the fact that they gave all of them an iron, a little, an ironing board, 
uh, for their dorm rooms, gave them all of their personal items, gave them detergent and and wow. uh, and some fabric softener. Awesome. Got it gave them all personal items with loads of deodorants and soaps and all of those things that uh, that they could have that they need. Gave them a set of linen for their twin beds oh in their dorms. Oh my! Wow! Listen, they, I was, and, and not only that. Let me share this with you. Not only that, they brought in a keynote speaker who is a doctor of education at Oklahoma Christian University. Uh, okay. he, as a matter of fact, he graduated from Southwestern Christian College with my daughter, and so okay. he had an amazing message for these young folks. And then That's they awesome. interviewed them. And they had them on the big screen uh, being interviewed. And these ki- these kids nowadays are so smart. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. They speak mm-hmm. like full-fledged mm-hmm. adults. I mean, full-fledged mm-hmm. adults. Yeah. 17-year-olds, mm-hmm. 18-year-olds, just full-fledged speaking. I mean, very highly intelligent. And so we were just very, very proud. And then after that, on Saturday, was actually the actual graduation. It was held at University of Texas at Arlington. And so... Uh, so we had all of that, and then afterwards was the uh, was her big celebration. They brought out tents and set them up. There was 85 people at her party. She got wow. Are you guys ready for this? She got eleven thousand dollars in cash money. Wow. That's, uh, awesome. that's what I said. It wow, was. that is awesome. And so then she was trying to decide whether she wanted she wanted to go to an HBCU. So she was vacillating between a Tennessee State and Prairie View A&M University, both of which my sorority sisters are presidents, right? So she had kind of selected Tennessee State. And then she says, well, you know, I really don't want to be that far away from my parents. So then she decided at the ninth hour, I say, to go to Prairie View. So mm-hmm. she, her academic scholarship would take her at any university that she wanted to attend, right? Right. But she plays right. volleyball. If you guys will remember, she's the captain of the of her mm-hmm. volleyball team at her high school. So she mm-hmm. reached out to the coach there at Prairie View and said, "I'm going to be going to Prairie View, and uh, and I play volleyball, so forth and so on." And they said, "Well, we've actually selected our team already, but if you want to come, you can play second strand and you know sit on the bench, and then you know maybe we can work you in sometimes." So she went, she went back and she told her high school coach. So her high school coach pulls all of her videos, sends them down to Prairie View. Then ring, <laughs> ring, ring, ring. She gets the phone call and say, we have a place for you on the team. And we can also use <laughs> and the academic scholarship. And mm-hmm. uh, you can be the co cap one of the co captains of the team. Awesome. Wow. So awesome. she started so then on Sunday morning everybody gets up at five eight oh five o'clock AM and they drive her to Prairie View. She gets registered. She started her college courses this morning and she started her training on tomorrow morning. So she's wow. taking two two courses. She's gonna be an architect, so she's already starting Two architectural courses. She mm-hmm, is inside mm-hmm. herself. This, oh, wow. This That's awesome. has cleaned house. She's got about $100,000 in scholarships. So oh, yeah. this, oh, this, wow. this little grandmother but, is rather proud. 
so I thought. No, I know you're proud. You I know you're proud. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, started. yeah, that, that, that is awesome. That is awesome. Yeah, you know, we have you. some, we <laughs> have some. We have some brilliant cats out there, yeah, you know. Yes, uh, you know, yeah. I'll, I'll tell you, my my uh, granddaughter who's in her PhD program at Rutgers, Correct. she finished Correct. from Spelman, wow. and there was Correct. a program where students are going into PhD studies at Spelman. Right. She 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 taught there when she was leaving Spelman. They called her and asked her to come back to assist in that program, paying all her way down Correct. there at uh, Spelman. Oh, wow. But these yeah. are kids who yeah. are actually have been accepted into PhD programs across the country awesome. that they're working awesome. with. So we have some we have some brilliant students We're out some, there. We, we just need to tap into them. We need to utilize them to help absolutely. solve some of these problems we're dealing with. Some of these problems that we're dealing with, and we, we're going to mm-hmm. talk about some of these problems tonight. But I also want, I want to mention this really quickly before we get into the show, uh, Dr. Hagney, and you know this uh, young lady. But on um, on June, you know, we all know Juneteenth is coming up very soon. That uh, mm-hmm. uh, when the uh, slaves were freed in Texas on June the nineteenth, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. of course that Saturday. Well, let me back up. I'm so honored to be with Pastor Cooper on that Friday uh, there in Beaumont, Ooh. Texas, for the NAACP banquet. Mm-hmm. Oh. Excited about that. I'm excited about that. I'm gonna I'm gonna have a driver to drive me down. Uh, he's called a husband, and so you'll get to see the <laughs> husband. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Especially since we have to rise very very early to get back to Tyler for uh, for the Juneteenth parade and line up and everything is at eight oh oh eight thirty. But Dr. Hagney, I wanted you to know that uh, Miss uh, Karen Jones. Will be. She knows you very well because she's been working in conjunction with our task force, and she's. We're going to have, uh, and and we need you to help work with us on this. We're going to set up for the COVID uh, vaccines. We're going to put the bounce house and everything out in the parking lot of the um, of the restaurant. I'm going to close off the little street between uh, the restaurant and the um, and the uh, museum so that we can Mm -hmm. have plenty of parking space and all of that, and we'll have the bounce house over there, and then we'll have uh, the tent set up to give give, uh, COVID testing, uh, excuse me, to give vaccines, COVID vaccines, uh, to some of the African-Americans in in the area who have not been vaccinated yet. So we're hoping we'll start announcing that. We'll start, yes, we'll start announcing that. That's going to be uh, the 18th from 1030 until 330. And so we'll bring her in on our TV network, uh, Ms. Rihanna, this Thursday so that she can talk about that work. Uh, it's, it's, it's called, her, her organization is called IARCH, and uh, they focus on um, immigration and their legal issues and helping people who are trying to, uh, to become legal in the country. You know, they work with them on that. So, uh, but we're going to be focusing hey, on that. Yeah, let's say something about the seventeenth. No, no, couple things about the seventeenth. June seventeenth is Sunday. Uh, the seventh, the seventeenth right. of June. That's that, that was that, that was a battle of Bunker Hill. It, it, yes, it just happened true. to also be my, it just happened to also be my birthday. But you know the battle oh, of Bunker Hill, right? you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the battle of Bunker Hill. I thought he was I thought he was slipping in about Juneteenth, but. He actually 
But I was going to go to Juneteenth. It has a historic snippet uh, also in African American military history. So, in the Battle, uh, Battle of Hill, that was the brothers. That's it. You, that's uh, right. Yeah, and I'm so um, I'm glad we've got a couple graduates in my family, and and they do, you know they're doing the big stuff like you're talking about, and I'm glad so, they're doing. Fair, you know, they have, have graduations. Yeah, yeah. The way they grad, you know, the way you the way we do them now, it's a lot better. Because see, when I graduated, mm-hmm. uh, after not hearing back from Texas Southern, they they, they never even, they never even wrote me a letter back. You know, I want, and, and I don't know, and I don't know what I rank. And look here, I don't know what, I don't know where I ranked in the class because I was just trying to get out of there. <laughs> and, uh, I know what I ranked, uh, Mr. Arthur. And I, and I, was, and I thumbed the, go ahead. And, and I thumbed the ride, and I thumbed the ride to Dallas. So, you know, hey. <laughs> thumbed the ride to Dallas. <laughs> and, and then, and then what? And then you thumbed the ride to Commerce. Well, well, the rest, well, well now, now, I wound up in Houston, then I wound up in the military, and then you know, and then the rest is history. Wound up in college. And, oh, you know. okay, I got you. Okay, all right. Wow. So you wow. went to you went wow. to root, uh, it military first. It all started with the thumb. It all started with the thumb. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> that, that's a great success story because look at you now. All of that's that right. and, and where you've come right. to. That's, yeah, that's, that's outstanding. Right. I'm, I'm hanging out with Sheridan McKellar on Marvelous Monday. I'm in the big time, man. I'm in the big time. Oh, stop, stop. The doctor. <laughs> you are that's funny, awesome. funny, funny, funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, Dr. Hagg, we'll go to your report. Uh, unless Pastor Cooper, yeah. Pastor Cooper, you got, you got any stories about uh, the children and any graduations in your family? Well, uh, you know, I, I'm also a pastor, so we, we get excited that a lot go. of people like your granddaughter because we, right. we have children in the church that graduate. We see them matriculate throughout life, and uh, we have two yeah. high school graduates, and uh, we like to celebrate yeah. uh, both of them. One, uh, Full Ride Scholarship. I forget the name of the college that he chose. And then okay. the other one is going to the uh, Marines. Very good. Yeah, so Very I have good. I have one that's going wow. to mil- military. So uh, we're excited about her, and uh, she. Uh, oh, I it's think a female she, uh, going to the military. Wonderful. Yeah, right. female going to the Marines. Wonderful. Wow. Yeah. That's wow. awesome. Yes, it is. Yes, so it is. We only that. had we only had two uh, high school graduates as well in, in my church, as large as it is. We only had yeah. two. We had several uh, college graduates, and then we had we, we celebrate them from kindergarten all the way up. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. But but, but let me tell you what I, I I told my church you got to get on the ball. I mean my my kids' church up there they gave away <laughs> big money. <laughs> big That's money. Awesome. That was awesome. They need, that they was need that was well planned and well we, thought out. Well planned, well thought out. The program was amazing. They had the professional photographers there to take their individual pictures. They, listen, it was like carrying your TA-50 uh, when they loaded out of there with all those gifts that those people gave to them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it was 15 of them, so they put some money into those young folks. Yeah, and that's, that's, that's that thousand dollar shopping trip. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and then, and the, the kiddo, then the, she had eighty five guests at her house, and, and thirty of them were children. They had the big bounce house out there, and they had the food catered in. I mean, I said, I remember when I graduated. Yes, I, I, I we had a dinner. It was big in our in, in our community, 
to buy a set of luggage. That set of luggage means you out of here, kiddo. Mm-hmm. And so so I bought I bought my my granddaughter a set of luggage. We did. And we bought her a television oh. for a room and then we gave her a nice little piece of change. And so and I told her about the tradition in the African American family in East Texas that uh in particular in Tyler that every graduating senior knew they were going to get a set of luggage when they graduated from high school. Samsonite to be exact. Got. Very, <laughs> yep. That's amazing. We talked about this. Okay. Yes. Right. Samsonite luggage. I never will forget mine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, well, I, well, I guess I, Go ahead. I guess, I, I guess I'll age myself if I talk about what I got to graduate. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, were my first gave us, they gave us they gave us a dinner as well. They gave us an engraved hey, Bible. What was that? What was that? Doctor, he had a thumb too. Doctor, you thumb too? Yes, he said, "Did you thumb too?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, I tell you, I wanted to go to the military. Did you, did you thumb down the Texas? Go ahead. Oh, I tell you, no, I didn't. I. Uh, I was out of there. I wanted to go to the military because I figured on the way for a black out of East Texas through the military. And, of course, you mentioned right. Texas Southern. Texas Southern called me and wanted to know why I didn't receive the scholarship. So, I'm like, right. I'm not letting uh, you in Texas. They, they wanted to know what I, what was I doing in, in Fort Worth. So that was that part of that story. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I have to share my scholarship with you. I got My scholarship came from uh, black nurses who were married to black physicians. And so that paid for my full ride. I had a full ride scholarship. I actually was number 25 in my class of, of I think it was 378 of us. And so, wow. um, so then when I finished that, they carried on to my master's in nursing and paid for that. And mm-hmm. I, let me see, it's nothing but the grace of God. I never paid one dime to go to school the whole time. And I tell the students when I'm talking to them, mm-hmm. in high school, in junior high school, you if you prepare yourself academically and don't waste your time oh, yeah. in, in school, oh, yeah. you won't have to pay a dime to go to school. That is so true. You won't have, to, so you won't have to graduate yeah. and worry about a large debt before you can get oh, yeah. started in your life. Right. That is so, that's, that's so yeah. true. It's, it's all out there, right? You know what they, what they put in these programs the now. Yeah, and what they put in these programs now is unbelievable. Like my little grandson, he's graduating, but they, he's going through Paris twice because that's part of his his program. And then he graduated in Paris, and then my his sister is flying to Italy at the end of this month. So these these top flight programs is amazing. Yeah. What I'm impressed yeah. about them, they understand the significance of international study. Hey doc, exactly. hey doc, hey doc, hey, 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 doc, you better be clear and make sure folks don't know you're not talking about Paris and Italy, Texas. You're oh, talking about real. oh, that's funny. <laughs> that's, that's, really, that's really true. That's really true. Cause that we're interna- not there no, he did say it, but he did say international <laughs> studies. So they, they got yeah, this, but, but you know, they, they were not doing that when I was in high school. They were not doing that. But my sister, who came behind me, studied in Paris. For two years, Jonas. so they started yeah. doing it. Yeah, there yeah, you go, and that's how she, and yeah. she learned to speak speak uh, French over there. Yeah, they had yeah, to put the class yeah. back in education after you left. <laughs> they, uh, they had, what did they do, Miss Rihanna? 
They had to put the class back into education, so they had to send them to Paris after you left. But that whole black, uh, look at that whole black French connection thing. The, that's uh, that's uh, left that's left off from the you know, World War One, World War Two, went World War One mainly where where the brothers went over and did all that work, where they put all oh, yeah. the statues up, black statues right. and all that kind of stuff. So so blacks right, and, and right. French had you know African American French kind of had this thing. Of course, when Hitler came through, he took all of them down. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's the true. original the, the, the original statue of liberty was a black lady and they said, Nah, yeah, 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 white yeah, 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 Dr. Academy, you want to bring yourself today to anything on? Yeah, let me, uh, you know, we, yeah, let me do that with the vaccine COVID. and everything. It just, yeah, uh, it's just amazing when you think about what's happening. We think about the educational program, what's going on around the world. You know, uh, Texas, I was looking at the report, Texas still has 39% of individuals unvaccinated. They're setting it something like 60%. And when you think about 30% of people in Texas unvaccinated, that just, yeah. just think about that. Uh, and it impacts mm-hmm. where, where we're going with that. Uh, when also, the, there was a discussion about vaccine supply at the end of June 30th. Uh, haven't heard it officially, but there might be a switchover where who can access vaccines and have availability. That's going to be significant for on our program where we partner with vaccine providers and all in our church programs. So if I'm right. hearing this correct, we may have to shut all our programs down because of the availability of vaccine. That's unofficial, but we're just waiting to see. Hopefully, we have set up such a track record that they recognize the Kennedy program. They must partner with us. If they yeah. don't do that, that just that would that would that would confirm something else. But hopefully, that they will will be able to continue to work with them after June 30th because deal yeah, with the numbers are still not good. Uh, and with all the activities going on, is very important, very interesting. Um, yeah, so there is also uh, the discussion you probably saw recently. Um, we need to look at the death and what occurred in death. There's a report. There's a you probably the oxygen machines that they you measure oxygen with. Mm-hmm. Uh, some, some bright guys from Baylor and I think maybe Harvard. They they were working at ICU units and they were looking at the death rates of individuals. And what they have come up with a study showing that this this oxygen meter that you everybody uses to test and measure oxygen is uh, actually has has made a major impact. Because it was reading the black patients wrong that was with COVID, so there was a large percentage hmm. of blacks who were treatment was denied. Well, I'm sorry, delayed or not treated because the meter uh, was reading their oxygen was reporting their oxygen wrong. Now let me tell you about oh, what's occurring wow. with this. See, so this has been known to a certain because one of the guys who works with the EMS, he said, "Yeah, we what we do, we put, we put the uh, meter on the earlobe." The technology is that the way it reads, it reads the oxygen through the color of the skin. The green white is accurate or white skin because there is no uh, deviation reading the blood through white wow. skin. But when it comes to black skin and Hispanic skin and Asian skin, uh, I think I sent that. I don't know if I sent that to you, Dr. Mitchell. I'm sending it to a lot of no, people. No, I didn't In get that. In that report, they found, the I'll get everybody a copy of that. To get the melanin, yeah, whether the color of the black skin, the light does not yeah. is, is, a, is inaccurate. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, so they oh. they of course they manufacture Medtronic there who've been making these, these machines, little equipment. These are the one they read you reach your blood. You, everybody, if you've been in the hospital, they stick it on your finger and they reach your, your blood percentage. And it's wrong. Mm-hmm. It's been reported. With, so therefore, Medtronic is one of the only manufacturers saying, yeah, we're gonna look at this. We're gonna make sure that we uh, come up with a new piece of equipment that affects everybody. Because the federal government didn't require them to only include some like 15% of black people in the study. Yeah. Now, we learned this lesson with pharmaceuticals a long time ago. If you're going to do clinical trials, you have to have a larger representative number of individuals in your study to market a drug. So somewhere That's along true. the line, we're in this, so this, this system, we're, 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 we're missing it big time. So hopefully that will think, heck, go off to these guys who did that research and hopefully we'll see some change modification awareness of that because that affects how these individuals were treated. Um, so uh, then what I want to specifically request, our healthcare workers, there's been reported increased mental stress of our healthcare workers. Our mm-hmm. nurses, our doctors, what they have gone yeah. through the last two years is just, it just it, you know, it's indescribable. Now what the yeah. government need to do is look at some uh, they need to look at a plan to how you dress this, because what's happening is, as you know, Doc, there's a large number of nurses who are leaving nurses. There are large yeah. number of nurses who are retiring, and what this is yeah. doing, this is impacting the, the shortage of healthcare workers. So we have to get, we need, they need to get on this and provide the services, the relief, whatever they need to do, the scheduling inside the system to relieve the pressure that our healthcare workers are going through. I mean, they are really, it is really serious. And so whatever they mentally, whatever programs they need to put together, they need to put together this because we, we are going to already have an enormous shortage of healthcare workers, not only nurses, but docs. Uh, that we, yes. So we need to do something about this. It needs to be addressed because these individuals have, they, they put their life on, as you all know. Yes. <laughs> they work hours in situations that's just, Unbelievable. So that, so that's. I'm. Rec- I'm recommending people need. We need to do something about that. Then, of course, we're waiting on the vaccine approval for the under five year old. Uh, that probably should be done pretty soon. Going to be very interesting how they roll that out for the kids to get the vaccinations. And so we'll work on some plans to be able to be in position to provide that, like we done with the adults. But we're waiting for approval for the below five year old. But there are a lot of individuals below five year old who have not had a vaccination. So that's going to be. That's going to be very interesting. The, 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 uh, va- the vaccine be very, being very consistent in its developing his, his new uh, um, variants. The new variants are showing some resistance to antibi- antibiotic immunity. Uh, there are also reports of people being reinfected, and that may be indicating that. So the research is continuing going on, and it's very important to do that. So in conclusion, we must continue the masking in groups. Uh, we must continue to get vaccination. We're going to keep, keep pushing these COVID clinics as long as we can push them. And I'm so excited, Doctor, you're saying what's happening on the 19th of, on the 19th of June. Because yes, you sir. imagine the number of people that's going to be at all these Juneteenth events. You look at Texas, the percentage of 99 to 39% of the people not vaccinated. So you know they're not going to have exactly. masks out there. And you know, and you're talking yes, about sir. some of some, some, these going to be some. And so July and August going to show the results. Of all these all these events that are occurring uh, now in the 19th of June, and, and what's so sad about it, majority of those individuals out there are going to be people of color. That's exactly right. Yeah. And, and so we just need to well, monitor I, I data. Have, yes. 
Exactly. And that's why I decided to do that on that day, simply because there will be so many people out. And it hasn't had a big event in a couple of years, so Mm -hmm. more people are going to be out than ever before. Yep, yep. Okay. Very good. Okay, very good. Okay, real good. All right, well, let's jump out there. I actually added uh, another topic to our uh, to our um, subject tonight, and that is, uh, is there a shortage on formula? Uh, and the reason why I thought, well, well I heard uh, someone say, is there a shortage on something? I can't remember. Well, I know one of our topics is, is there a gas shortage, but I thought I heard uh, something else said about a shortage. But I thought about this, and the reason why I thought about this formula is because I had someone to tell me this uh, today. The reason why there is a formula shortage is because they're sending all the formula to the illegals, quote oh. unquote, the illegals mm. at the border. And, oh my good Lord! Oh my goodness! <laughs> and I and I said that's not true, uh, but uh, anywho. Uh, that's there in of course you know it was a staunch Republican that said that. I, that no offense to anyone, but that that that's the kind of messages that we are having to deal with, and the messages that mm-hmm. we have to talk about tonight that we're having to deal with. So let's let's get going, guys, and let's let's first first let's 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 talk a little bit about this past weekend and the last few days. We know that that they're continuing to bury those young kids down in Uvalde uh, from uh, from that horrific uh, thing that went on there at that school. And, uh, and, and then we know that there was a judge that was killed in his home. So uh, this uh, the Wisconsin judge, 68, I mm-hmm. believe, right, 68 years mm-hmm. of age, uh, right. that he had sentenced somebody to uh, prison for five years or, or something and yeah. he got out and, and when I mean, so we're not safe. It reminded me of Breonna Taylor. You you are not safe anywhere. You're not safe at church. That's you're right. not safe in the That's supermarket. Right. You're not safe at your home. Yeah. Oh That's my right. goodness. We we have Pastor Cooper is a minister at a church. A pastor at a, at a church. You're not safe anywhere. So yeah. why is it so difficult for us to have some gun safety? Uh, in this country, uh, it's, it's nobody uh, said anything about trying. Let's let's talk about it. I'm, I'm I, the question is out there on the floor, and any whomever wants to jump in there first and get going because it's it's devastating. Go ahead. Because, because well, first of all, first of all, it, it ain't just it, first of all, it didn't just get like this. It, it's been getting like this about right. the last thirty years, uh, uh, right. and basically. The, the the you know the night that I, I forget the guy who wrote Arkham back but he wrote it but he wrote it in eighty in eighty in eighty seven I think it was eighty eight where he talked about this uh, and and uh, basically and basically what happened is uh, the 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 powers that be uh, academic types you know they knew that the demographic demographic shift was coming right. and, and and basically basically this gun culture. Uh, along with this, you know, all, all, you know, the big lie and all that stuff. All this, all this is about. It's about uh, 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 North versus South, white politics. Mm-hmm. This is about issues that unresolved after the Civil War. That's all. That's all this is. This is. This is about that. And so basically, 
you know, now you, you now we got more guns than we have people. Okay, that's why yeah. I, you know, because heck, it's more guns than people. You know, yeah. and we don't yeah. want doing that. So it don't make rational yeah. sense to do it. Uh, yeah. So so why are you doing it? Basically, basically, it's it, you know, it's uh, it, you know, that systemic white supremacist system when it's automatic. And and this is the response, you know. They want you know, they say, oh, you know, we just having a gun club. Oh, we just, you know. But when the Panthers came out with some guns, then they had right. gun, gun control. Mm-hmm. Then right. it went from gun control. There you go. There you to go. this right here. So so mm-hmm. what happened? What what happened was a demographic shift. That's what happened. So whether it be COVID, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and, and Trump in their mind, they were killing people. You know, they didn't mind losing a few, you know, white folks, you know, as long as they kill a bunch of minority folks. You know, and that's the mentality. So they basically kind of, you know, so, so they're in a war, they're in a warrior kind of a mentality thing. That's why the Democrats, they're sitting around, they, they, say, they got a butter knife at a gunfight. They walk around. I heard Biden the other day to my, to my, Mr. McConnell was a rational son. He said rational something. I'm going, see, see, what wow. are you doing? And so that's that white privilege right. relationship. It's a white privilege relationship right. that's unbroken. And yeah. Biden, in his mind, he thinks he can actually, uh, you know, kind of like Obama thought that, you know, he could, mm-hmm. you know, like they was going to treat him right. Well, Biden doing the same thing. You know, yeah. this has been my friend for 40 years. You know, all that kind right. of stuff. Yeah. You know, I'm going, really? Really? So, but anyway, let me ask you this, Mr. Uh, Arthur. Uh, you just made a powerful point there. They've been friends for 40 years. So now, how difficult do you think that it may be to turn off that friendship? I, I have some friends that I've been friends with since high school for a long time. And I bet yeah, but they're human. <laughs> <laughs> You know, they, okay. when they did that war on, when they did that war on drugs, I call it war on niggas, and and, uh, and and start that uh, you know penitentiary industrial complex cycle, you know, speed it up. You know, mm-hmm. you know, they was together on that. They was together on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so, so okay. you know, so they got it. You know, so they, you know, they partners. But see, okay. we put wow. we, we put we put Biden in office. Black folks, we, you know, we put him there, and then for him to turn around and be doing all that stuff right there, and then he mm-hmm. wanted why his phone numbers down. Yeah. Hey man, you know, really, really, you know. So, yeah. uh, and again, and I told you last week, and now I know that you know, you know, Callan don't even know that she's a set that she's a second. A black uh, vice president, you know. So you know, we got some education to do up there, up there with those folks uh, up there now. I'm just saying. Yeah. Well, you know, that, that and, and and that's that's great. And as far as being the second or the first, whatever. But but what I want to see is is we got to have more action. Uh, that's going on. We're, yeah. we're we're messing around here, and we're letting these people advance themselves. We're letting our democracy yeah. uh, just go out the window. Yeah. Uh, so we yeah. don't even have to spend so much time on finding out and her, t- her talking about who's first and second. Let's just get the work done that needs to happen 
so that these people yeah. don't destroy the democracy of the United States of America. So with, with that, right. you, you know, we, if, if we, if what, what, what they got to stop and remember is, yeah, we have a constitution. Yeah, look when it was written. But it was also set up so that it could be amended, right? The, the framers mm-hmm. understood that things would change eventually. Uh, so, therefore, mm-hmm. that we have something instituted so that if we need to make some changes in this constitution, and I'm back on these weapons and how they're killing and taking and destroying people, uh, little mm. children, little bitty yeah. children. If, we, if yeah. we can't protect the little children, I mean, yes, really, these little children got to protect themselves. They got to call nine one one repeatedly and say, "Come help me." Uh, there's somebody. Yep. There's an idiot in here firing rounds at us, killing people laying next to me. I have to put blood on me so that I can pretend to be dead so that I can mm-hmm. stay alive. Really, these are our smart children. Where where are the adults in the room? Yep. John who, Roberts. Who, uh, John who Roberts is the adults in Go ahead. John Roberts, Supreme Court in 2008. You know, I, I get that gun case that the NRA did <laughs> But uh, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like they made the law and, and turned it from from uh, well-regulated militia to what you see right now. Right. And, That's right. And open up the floodgate and open up the floodgate. Yes. Again. Right. Again, right. As part right. of that whole program I'm telling y'all about that didn't just start. It, you know, that was part mm-hmm. of it. You know, so mm-hmm. so back then they changed the gun laws. Okay, so why would you do that? Why would you do something like that? Now here you right. got the white supremacist saying, hey, you know, we want to have a race war. Right, you know, all the yes. stuff. Yeah, and stop so piling guns, yes. Uh-huh, yeah. Yep. So, Bex, so, you know, so now we got this, quote, gun culture. We got a political yep. party that, you know, that whole thing is, well, you know, thoughts and prayers, but ain't nothing we can do about it. Well, you know, mm-hmm. okay, yeah. it, it, it sounds like a plan to me. Oh, yeah. I'm just it's saying. Mm-hmm. Somebody got a plan when, you do, when you're doing you know, that type of so. stuff. And, and you can't even hold a, have a straight face. Like, you, you, you saw Ted Cruz. They, they can't even talk oh, about a straight face. This boy is really gone. They just trying to they trying to say we don't have a heart. That's not what he's saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Louis. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, Louis. Yeah. yeah. Well, you so know, they No, Louis, we don't think you have a heart. No, no, we don't think right. you have a heart, Louis. You don't have right. a heart, no. You know, they, uh, you know, I, Senator uh, um, Nichols is, going, mm-hmm. is heading up this committee for the governor. And then uh, the senator up in um, Gilmer, they asked him. He's on the committee also. He asked him what sort of he said. We need to we need to harden the school system with security and give everybody teachers and everybody a gun. And then he yeah. he used his statement. He used his statement that he he made he used his statement today on six o'clock news to to stop a, a bad guy with a gun is to give a no. good guy with a gun. Good guy with a gun. Wow. And then we get a headline. Let me get a headline with teachers with guns. Let me get a headline with teachers with guns. Let me get a headline with teachers with guns. Let me get a headline with teachers with guns. Let me get a headline with teachers with guns. Let me get a headline with teachers with guns. Let me get a headline with teachers with guns. Let me get a headline uh, yeah. said uh, he or she feared for their lives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But look yep. at the money. But look. But look the money behind that. 
If everybody have a gun, yeah. look who makes the money off selling the guns. And then, then they're going to turn around and everybody in the school system going you to have a gun training class. Just, and so who's going to make the money off the gun? So it's all, but so it's all about But you're not going to pay teachers. But it's crazy. You don't even pay teachers. You don't even pay teachers well, enough agree, to even be getting enough to cry And then you're going to tell them to carry a gun? I agree with that, though. Yeah. That's after the fact. The cat got in and now that's after the fact. We had this guy to call in to show, Ms. Rihanna, you missed that. And uh, he he said uh, he had a sister-in-law who was a teacher, and she, she carried a weapon. And he said uh, he said that he would, um, that he has an AR, and if he saw somebody uh, taking advantage of someone, that, uh, that he would... Uh, he would defend them, and that's why he mm. needed a weapon. And so, uh, so I, I said, well, I had to qualify every year to make sure that I knew how to handle a weapon properly. Mm-hmm. I said, it may be a good idea. I don't know what your skills are, your training, and all of that. So we may not even want you to help us because you may shoot the wrong person. Mm-hmm. Uh, exactly. Well, well, statistically, the they, they will. Yeah, exactly. yep. What about the lady on the what was laid on the plane was passing her purse and a gun went off. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I missed that. Yeah. Yeah. It is uh, yeah, all, all the shooting over no this. Thing. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, we have a yeah, we have a serious problem. All the all the shooting occurred over this past weekend yeah. all over yeah, the country. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah, it just yeah. It just it's yeah. just mind boggling. You know, it's it, it and with that with, and with the with the good with the judge being targeted, they better look at other judges. Uh, other That's people exactly all, correct. It's, so I you know, you know, all the legal cases and all that, so people are gonna start going down that road with that. So I just it's just yep. sad, I don't know. Yeah, and look at that. The larger media look at the larger media's playing a role. It, there's been over two hundred and something. Yeah. Mass shootings this year, Doc. That means yeah, like yeah. It, it's like one point some one of them a day. It's like yeah. I mean, it's like one a day, Doc, and, and nobody's yes, reporting. Right. So everybody's sitting around thinking everything's cool, when yeah. in reality right. it ain't cool. And unless it's something uh, you know big like uh, you know supermarket bunch of black folks, uh, kids. Okay, now okay, they, okay now they're gonna talk about it, but, but then they want to go back and be quiet about the ones that's happening every day. So what's every day? Yeah. That? Yeah, yeah, every day. Every day. What's, what's the brain behind that? Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, it's, it's that. Well, it you know who does know? Kids. The kids who have yeah. to do yeah. active shooter training at That's school right. a couple oh, yeah. times a month who That's have that. to, you know, go on lockdown a time or two yep. a week because of yep. a potential, you know, person. This is a reality for them. And there's a young... Uh, uh, congressman newly elected from New York who went on a tirade mm-hmm. against mostly Republicans on the floor of the House because he said, you know, while you guys were cowards and lining your pockets with this blood money, we were in our active school training, you know, shooter training at school. Right. We were to live, we lived through this. You know, mm. there's going to be some accountability now, but it's true. These kids grow up, and they grow up really fast, and they're going to lead us into the next 
you know, part of, yep. of our existence. And this is That's their right. life. My daughters, That's you know, now that they yeah, decided yeah. to go, they don't want to go to private school anymore. They wanted to go to public school. Well, now, now yeah. that's part of our life now. And Somebody, it's real. Like and they know it. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. right. Hey, Brianna, me and Doug, hey, hey, we grew up, we, we grew up waiting for Adam Bomb, the, you know, the blood. Yeah, so, so, they, so, so, so they told us to get up on that desk. Right, and head down. Exactly. I was confident by it. Blow that table away and you. The kids are still getting underneath their desk. We're in the 2014 <laughs> and they still get underneath their desk. Right. Yeah, now they get right. up underneath their desk. That's right. Yo, now they get up underneath their desk for 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 this is totally about politics. They've made their yep. entire political livelihoods from the NRA, like yep. all of them. I mean, it's just, it's so obvious and so clear. And all they've done is, is less and less and less respect for life and humans and children while they go yep. around preaching life and mm-hmm. children and, you know, all the, it's garbage. It's garbage. Yep. Because in the meantime, all they've done is hey. further marginalize people. People in prison yes. get no, no resources that they used to get in order to That's reintegrate it. once they leave prison. It's a throwaway mm-hmm. society now. You just, you're just cast away. If you're a child, said on one of the other shows if they if they if they could and, and nobody told me I've, 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 I've said several times to so other folks if, if if the powers that be could you know the you know the the white supremacy in power they could they just have white women y'all y'all would be the only one that couldn't have abortions yeah. you all would right. and, and and if they absolutely. could they pay everybody they pay everybody else to have them that's what they, if they could do oh, that. And pretend to be morally correct. That's what they would actually do. But since they yeah. can't yeah. do that, you know, they got to do this. You know, we don't. We don't need no knowing good and well that the rich, that the rich or white ladies, they still gonna get them. They are still gonna get their. Oh, sure. no, no, oh, 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 so right. That's the, that's right. That that was that was who used to come into our ER and and, and emergency room and all of to that. To get a yeah, DNC. There you go. There you go. Yep. There you go. Yep. Get a DNC. And you know what the DNC did. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, just get right. Help you get that get that cycle started again. Wow. Yeah, so, oh right. well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh well. Yeah. <laughs> hey, well. hey, 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 yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wow. So they they trying to reproduce, and this has been going on since the seventies and eighties. And when we were going back to study, they're worrying about the distinction of Anglo-American, yeah. that of the Anglo man. 
But they if all them a DNA test, if they, gave, if, they, if they gave all them a DNA test, except for the ones that came over here in the last probably, you know, 100 years, if you gave them a DNA test, you're going to find most of them got black in them already. They just, you know, mm-hmm. there's nothing. Yeah. Well, all, everybody yeah. has black in them, but Mr. Arthur, <laughs> we all came from the same person. White is a they status, call, white is a status, white is a status, not a race. Adam and Eve. Right. There you go. There you go. There's right. only the human. Wow. There's only the human race. There's only the human race. White right. only status. human race. It's, mm-hmm. it's a status. It's not. A, it's not a race. So you know, right. there's a human race. Period. So yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. So that's why we. I mean, so that's why to fight at. You know, we got some folks that have established a, a race. Yeah. And so and then and gave powers to that race, gave privileges to that race. So now, I mean, so you know. Yeah. So so they don't have to get that. So they have you know good white people have to go talk to good white people then. You know yeah. uh, how they come to Jesus meeting and say, "Hey, mm-hmm. y'all, we destroying y'all. We destroying what we say we love." Yeah. Right. Good point. Well, and it's not Good just point. you know a, a conversation that should happen. If you care, it's a conversation you have to involve yourself in every single day, every single chance you get. I mean, it's right. We're responsible, white people. We are responsible for destroying any chance we possibly have at ever making this whole thing work, <laughs> this whole democracy, right. this republic, this multi, uh, you know, cultural, multi, you know, this experiment in diversity and freedom. We are sure. wrecking it, just wrecking it. It almost like yeah. we're loving doing it, too. So it's not, yeah. you know, this conversation to other, you know, quote, well-meaning white people isn't just, you ought to do that. It's, you know, you have to do that. We have to do that. Our ignorance is going to kill us. It's killing mm. us now. Yeah. Well, it's misusing poor white people, but, but it is misusing poor white people. And, and you know, it, it, Reverend Bob, he's waking a lot of them up with his program, a poor people's yeah. campaign. Uh, yeah, he's he's, so he's getting a lot of information out. But, but but you know but that's where the game is. You know Nixon played the same game. You know yeah I mean you know yeah, you yeah. know yeah, I mean if, you know mm-hmm. the deal is hey you know just get somebody and have them feel like they better than somebody and tell them that they yeah. got they hey black folks got your stuff. Then they look at us. They know right. we ain't got their stuff. They, they I mean I mean they can't believe that. But anyway, y'all have most stuff if they have it. You know and and it's just that simple. So you know yeah. we gotta work on that. Yep. Right. Well, and can did anybody watch the oversight committee hearing on? Um, I forget the exact title, but it was on um, the censorship going on in schools and the the attack on um, on educators, on education, on um, freedom of speech. I, I did not see that. Uh, it, it was. Awesome! It was really great. I hope. In fact, I'm going to play it tomorrow on the on the radio. I'll play it a couple of times. There were some okay. students, some teachers, uh, just various people um, who testified. But the whole thing was fantastic, and it really and experts, historians, uh, experts in fascist uh, dictatorships and failing democracies, um, and about how you know, I think it's um, 26 states have passed uh, legislation that does some variation of banning uh, books and materials, censoring uh, teachers, 
from talking about uh, anything having to do with race, anything yeah, having to it. do it, it. Yes, it was a fantastic hearing, very, very enlightening and terrifying. Um, and mm. it's, a, it's fast moving, this fascist movement um, that's trying to just change the narrative mm. and whitewash our narrative right in front of our faces and just talk people out of existence. Now, the good news is, hey, the good news is we got more tools than Martin Luther Kingdom had. But, but we got to remember that the South, that the South remember, remember the South in America was a fascist. After the Civil War ended, yes. it was, it, 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 yeah, some folks yes. say it's still fascist. So I'm just saying that yes. that whole, you know, that whole area, as a matter of fact, when Hitler got ready to do what he did, guess where he got his stuff from? He came and got it from the South. That's right. oh, this is how you do it. That's, mm-hmm. right. That's what he did. Mm-hmm. So, I'm saying, so I'm saying, so America has had a, a strain of fascism, right, in its mm-hmm. political culture since mm-hmm. it's been here. And, mm-hmm. and so I would say it's still here. And I think this is what we're saying now is a manifestation of that, you know, with the new, you know, yeah. they, uh, you know, they, with the technology and so forth. And, and so, but it's the same old program. We need to put uh, these people. Uh, in this position, and they need to stay in that position. You know, Martin Luther King said, yeah. "Unchecked capitalism is just as yeah. bad as unchecked communism." I mean, yeah. if you unchecked, yeah. both of them will grind, of them will grind the people into the ground. Yeah, that's right. That's wow. right. Okay, absolutely. Hmm. That's, well, just, that, that's the reason why we push. We push yes, economic entrepreneurship. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. that's why we have to push economics and entrepreneurship in schools mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. of the capitalism. Matter of fact, mm-hmm. uh, Simon Cowell is one of my best friends now. Somebody said, well, he's crazy. I said, no, he he took his uh, his child out of a dying uh, program, which we call the educational system, and he said, I'm going to educate him the right way so that by the time he's 18 years of age, he's a billionaire. I mean, tech, trade, STEM, things like that is what we need mm-hmm. to lean our kids towards right now. Exactly. Uh, yeah, we have more tools than Dr. Martin Luther King had, but we also have more uh, problems than a run over dog. So, uh, well, y'all have to excuse me, I'm from the South for real. And we have some problems <laughs> out here. And it goes back towards education. So let me put it on the yeah. other hand, being a pastor, our people perish for lack of knowledge. It's the knowledge mm-hmm. that we're not yeah. exposing them to, and we have to fight for our kids yeah. to have the right knowledge. Third, uh, by yeah. the time you're in the second and third grade, not only should you be reading, but you should be uh, uh, reading three different languages. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And, I, you right. know, some, it's interesting you mentioned that. I said to my granddaughter, I said, my best friend uh, carried her Spanish to the grave. I said, yeah, I took Spanish in high school and junior high school. But if you don't continue to use it, you may just absolutely lose mm-hmm. uh, the bulk of right. that language. But my best friend right. was Hispanic. My granddaughter's roommate is Hispanic. And I said, you take advantage of that knowledge that's sleeping in that next bed over there. Mm-hmm. You, you make sure you learn that Spanish from her Amen. and keep it going. I mean, she took it, yeah, you took it in high school and you took it in junior high school. Well, she, and, and but, but I don't ever hear her using it, you know. And so mm-hmm. once we finished with, with our Spanish classes, we didn't use it either. Yeah, and that was a big mistake. I took Spanish, right? and all I remember is Don't Day Bebe. 
<laughs> Where's the baby? <laughs> or Kamosha Yamu's dad. I mean, what is your name? I mean, yeah, you, we know the basic the basic stuff, you know, but... May and Kanta La Playa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like the beach. <laughs> well, you know... Yeah, I don't know, it's pretty good. <laughs> Go one, ahead, of the, um, what, one of the things that was uh, mentioned, or not mentioned, testified to a lot, uh, was this how a lot of these uh, passages and these bills um, legislatively and within school boards, including banning of books and things like that, um, (laughs) we're talking about in Texas even, in some school boards, banning of attempt to ban English as a second language services, which is a requirement by federal law. It's It's a constitutional right for students to get an education, um, or right. uh, you know, uh, it's a right that, that they have to have a free, appropriate public education. And we don't have an official language in this country, as we all know. And so it's taking away a person's <laughs> language and taking away their ability to be who they are, and t- is taking away their identity. They're taking away diversity days. Uh, they're taking, you know, they're, anything that could trigger a racist white person or uh, trigger any white person, really, um, because it doesn't take much evidently. Um, this is about the language thing. It's, mm-hmm. it's about the language thing right quick. Uh, uh, like, like when I was over in Thailand and, and you go to some of those other quote, harvest countries, okay, they didn't go to 12 years old, nothing like that. But Right. But they knew that if you talk, if you teach a kid the 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 you know the ABCs or basics of different languages, you know before you know why they little, then you know then they yeah. then once they get once they start you know, get around those folks, they'll be able to pick up the language. Okay, now now America now America because of the, you know the racism part and all the kind of stuff, they didn't want you know like you know they didn't want nobody to be able to speak no other language but English. You know what I mean? I'm sure they. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure they have folks that could speak other languages, but they didn't want sure. the population to. I mean, I mean, how right. dumb right. is that? You got you, you got a Spanish, right. uh, a South America right next door, but you don't want nobody to speak Spanish. I mean, really? Right. I mean, you know, they, yeah. but again, that's part of the that's part of the system, the white supremacist system that we have, as far as our you know constitution was written like that, and so sure. and, and so that's one of the guardrails. Of keeping us yeah. from talking to anybody or whatever, you know. So I'm yeah. just saying, you know, so that kind of stuff. <laughs> and, and, and we still don't have that. I have friends from Europe, Middle East, and Asia, and they come over <laughs> and they speak seven languages. Seven languages. Yeah. 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 No, you're absolutely that's correct. Right. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's because, you know, it, it when they, when they, and we can do the same thing here, but they just won't do it. Right. Well, if they can keep us dumb, sick, and pregnant, and in abusive yeah. relationships, we're good. We're good. And, and mm-hmm. killing each other. Oh my goodness! Uh, wow. You know, well, can't, ask for help in, can't ask for help in one language. And illiterate. You know what? You know what? What we'll learn, what we'll see, and what we're documenting through healthcare. Uh, what you said, what you were saying about all the areas where we. Uh, depending on other people to do everything for us and everything. And we stop and look where we are right now. We know that's a failure. We made the mistake yes, uh, somewhere when they call integration, whatever, accepted something else that somebody could take care of us. 
we accepted that back in healthcare, and so look what look where we are in healthcare. So what we're mm-hmm. doing with the task force, we're going to change healthcare in Northeast Texas from the ground up. Uh, and uh, I always thank Dr. McGahee for that that report they did, documenting the current health status in East Texas. That is a document that we will base that task force on. But also the role of the church, what we identify, and you mentioned, I tell the pastor, the churches, you know, the buildings are open. Why, what, where do we get to the point where we feel public education on a place we could be, that we can learn? So we have, we, have, we have bought into a system that opened the doors so we could be trapped. So in the area of health care, mm-hmm. we are going to change health care, the stats we are seeing from bottom up, from the community up, starting with the rural communities of color, individuals who understand where they are, they haven't been misled because where they are other places, they know how to survive in a particular area. And also with the role of our pastors and our church, we have set up 10 of these hubs that we can reach down into that individual household and get the information in there. We talk about education, we're talking about these, these churches will become information centers for, for, for that for the county. Uh, just to mention, we we're talking about kiosks and other things inside these church where they, you go get your information at that church and not in some public schools. That's public schools fine, but, you know, you need to have another source. And in the area of health care, the documentation we mentioned earlier about with the oxygen meter, uh, we see the outcomes and everything. We, we are going to we are mm-hmm. changing that. Uh, we are not accepting that someone else can take care of us. And so, therefore, the education through our church hubs, not only what we've done with the vaccine component, we're moving to other health areas that are totally unacceptable. Prostate, uh, maternal, all those areas, people are coming to us. Mm-hmm. And we're going to roll that prostate. Mm-hmm. We're going to change those numbers. That's unacceptable in these United States for that to exist. But we educate in our communities that is not acceptable. But what we need to do, I told the other group the other day, we, the success of this program will only be based upon if we can get some youth involved with what we are talking about. Telehealth, right. telemedicine, and future going to be on your cell phone in your hand. Uh, mm-hmm. You won't be going to visit physicians and everything. When you look at technology in our community, we're behind, but we're going to fill that gap for the technology. That was a young lady who coming and coming on board to teach technology in the, per- in the churches, the simple computer things and all that. But that's how we're going to change this health care from ground up because uh, it's been documented that Washington and everybody else have a problem with that. They just need help. They need some guidance. And we're going to give them that guidance in the area of health care. When we roll health care, we'll move into other areas. That's why we have a task force. There are 23 different areas in that task force, from churches all the way to criminal justice, or the housing, for example, the issue about housing for seniors in the future. There need to be designed right now. There should be discussion by designing community for seniors who, for different reasons, have to live with their kids. Nobody looking at that criminal justice area. No, 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 no. Uh, what, 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 what? I mean, I mean, we gonna, I mean, we gonna move. Somebody well, we gonna, we, we gonna move. That's an, that's a small area we gonna work on. But in the area right. of technology, te- telemedicine, that is right. one that that's what we need the youth involved with that. You're, and you're, so you're we're going to change. We we gonna impact that because you know the diagnosis and everything. We got to be able to look at that and. We, and so that's what we're, so we're going to change healthcare from bottom up. And I'm going to tell you something Very else. Good. When you mentioned when the everything, we need to think global because later on we're going to add an international mm-hmm. component to our task force because that's what we had missed it big time. 
uh, the the relationship, the international n- network. For example, they are going to have a conference in in uh, in what in Los Angeles this week, American an American conference. Right. Mexico is not going to come because would you believe they're not inviting Cuba, uh, Argentina, and a couple other South American countries? When you think about speaking languages, and you, what we need to do is backtrack the slave ships. When we when we re, we need to develop programs to backtrack the slave ships. You can't talk about anything in America without including Cuba and other programs. So there, so there, we there, we are sort of misguided by uh, uh, some people hey. need some help in some discussion. So yeah, so healthcare is going to be the world we're going area that we're going to make a mark on, and we're going to make a change on, and right. new people into healthcare in all those areas, we're going to be working on that. Very good. Go ahead, Pastor Cooper. I think you were, you were well, trying to also, say something. Well, uh, also, Haiti, and then the other thing I work with with our new incoming DA, we, we've learned something. I've learned something in politics. I'm no longer waiting to uh, select the uh, district attorney, judges, JP. We're going out mm-hmm. and we're finding folks who are saying, you're running for this position. We're going to put you in place. There you but go. But you're going to That's abide by do. all rules. And that's mm-hmm. what we're doing right now. And so uh, before my DA, we hadn't even elected the DA yet, but he's acting. So we got him hired on, retired from his other judge position, got him hired on as assistant district attorney as the other one uh, uh, opting out and moving on and retiring. We're already working and getting things in place. And so normally when you have a, a, a wellness check or a health call for someone with mental uh, issues, uh, they're mm-hmm. released after 72 hours. I don't know about mm-hmm. you in your area, but in our area, they were released after yeah, 72 hours. 72 hours. Well, yeah, 72 hours. Okay, so I, I got your mayor pro temp. She's in agree with what I'm saying. So uh, yes, in sir. my several meetings behind the scenes uh, with this new DA, uh, we're discovering some, some issues that uh, continue to uh, reproduce themselves, and that is this. When your cousin, my cousin, my uncle, Bobo, Pito, and Dobido mm-hmm. are having their, their issue, it takes one of our officers off the beat for eight hours almost because you mm. have to take them to the hospital to get clearance to allow right. them to lock them up. Then sometimes mm. it's not the right clearance. You have to go back to the hospital, and then you mm. have to stop and do the paperwork for that. And so mm. if this is it happens at the beginning of the shift, by the time the eight-hour shift is over, he has run mm. his entire stay with that one person. Oh, so we're God. taking officers oh. off the streets with a program that is not working. So uh, what we've decided to do, there's a facility out here, what we call, uh, I guess, uh, African American Road, where they built the facilities for us to house uh, criminals, us, our camp folks, out here mm-hmm. in uh, mm-hmm. Southeast Texas. Mm-hmm. Dr. Michelle, McKellar knows what I'm talking about. Out here in Fort Arthur and all up in there, yeah, uh, Fort yeah. Acres. You know, we have nothing but prisons in that area. Concrete bunkers is all they are. That's it. Yeah. Uh, That's Mark Stiles passed those laws and bills, and then he came out and purchased cowboy concrete that is now mm-hmm. Knife River and West Transit mixed. Buyout, buyout, mm. and now he's on the board $600,000 a year. Retired. Yeah. Uh, and mm. now still on the board making $600,000 a year because he passed mm. the laws and was going to build prisons with concrete and roadways mm. and highways. So this is what concrete jungles is what they've done yes. in order to That's become it. billionaires. Not millionaires. Yeah. These guys are billionaires. Be- be- off with back. That's with it. a B. So, so yeah. now we're going to use one of their concrete jungles that they had earmarked for our youth that's been closed down, and we're going to slow the system down and have these uh, people that have issues to get them back on their medication and hold them mm. for at least 30 days. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Nurse uh, practitioners, 
We're going to have uh, uh, mental health workers. We're going to have social mm-hmm. workers. We're going to get them indoctrinated and make sure they're back on their medication before they're released because most of the mm-hmm. people leave out and commit uh, suicide and more crime. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, that's it. Anyway. That's it. Mm. There you go. That's absolutely. Mm. So, that's so we're working, Dr. Harris. Working fast. Keep working. Go ahead. I'm going to tell you. Yeah. 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 Um, Texas, um, Texas, Texas, Texas ranks number 50 in mental health of all the states. I'm just going to yeah. throw that well, in. Well, 50. Yeah. See, Not we, we always rank. We ra- there you go. We rank like that in this country, from health care to education on back. Yeah. From 47 on back to 50. That's where we rank. And we and we had a person in Washington D.C. who absolutely did nothing for East Texas, nothing. And are you going to say I don't care? You going to say I don't care? Exactly correct. Exactly. Who said that? Louis Gomes. No, no. It sounded it sounded like Bishop Guillory there for a minute. Louis did uh, did loan loan his assistant his personal assistant to the effort of uh, the insurrection. You know, she was part of the group text yes. with Jenny well, Thomas and true. a couple other people. Yes. So he yes, did contribute that much. Sedition. He, that's why he had to hijack out of uh, DC. Yeah. Uh huh. So mm-hmm. well. By any means necessary, he's out. You say that, Unfortunately, you say Jenny Thomas. Why don't I hear some nice stock of music? <laughs> okay, moving right along. Okay, well now we got that all out of the way. Boy, I tell you. So let's let's uh, let's move on. I don't know if we talked about the weapons and getting them off the streets, but we did talk about the judge that in Wisconsin that was attacked in his home. So. We're still pushing uh, to have some gun safety going on. Let's talk a little bit about how this present administration is doing in Washington, D.C. Is the Biden administration responsible for the gas prices, some as, as high as I heard, $7 in some parts of the, of, of the country? Uh, but is tech, are we really short of gas in Texas, guys? Is there a shortage no. of gas fuel no, in Texas? Uh, and what was that, Mr. Arthur? Did you say we are or we are not? No, we don't have a shortage. This isn't a yes, shortage sir. in the sense of it being a shortage. There's plenty of gas. Yes, that, sir. Uh, but we put the supplies in a position where, uh, you know, where we, with the thing going on Russia now, where they can, where they can kind of slow walk it, right? You know, squeezing mm-hmm. the, squeezing it. Why they got yep. the, why they got the chance to squeeze it? Because uh, they knew them was the cars coming. You know, like, yeah, they, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but hopefully what they'll do is speed up them electric car uh, uh, stations and all that stuff. You okay, know, so, so I'm so can, glad you, know. you brought that. You, I tell you, you always nail it, uh, Mr. Arthur. I'm glad you brought up the electric cars. So I had someone say to me on last evening, uh, the same person that told me that the um, the reason why we have a shortage of formula is because we're sending it to uh. the uh, people at the border. Uh, but she mm-hmm. says, Oh, they're just trying to electrocute us and get rid of oh us gosh. with these electric cars. So your thoughts? <laughs> oh my God. Well, don't worry. Abbott's countering that by making sure that nobody has electricity, so it's fine. That's right. Well, you. there you problem. go. <laughs> exactly. The electricity would be a real problem for us in Texas. Right? And, and, 
And when you get through that education system, we don't stop him. Uh, folks are not going to even know that they're supposed to have electricity. Oh my goodness, that is really a good one. Mr. Arthur carried us way back. So they not even they won't even know that we have electricity in this country. So mm-hmm. wow. That's amazing. Yeah, they got some people in they did a they did a thing on some folks in it was Mississippi, Alabama. <clears throat> where them people they suing because of the well, first of all, most of them ain't got, you know, they got outhouse and stuff. And then for the ones, do, the, right. you know, the, they got a little sewage thing out there in their neighborhood where they, you know, right. where, you know, and they won't fix it. It's ridiculous. And this is, a, and, right now, and, this, and this is like right now. Wow. Yeah. Yep. My goodness. So what are we going to do, every single body that's on here? What are we going to do as, as, Democrats, and I know that most of us on here are, and this is not a show of just Democrats, but I'm just saying, um, I mean, we we look at the differences between the policies, and so we see that that the Democrats are more open to helping people uh, to get where they need to be. Uh, they they love uh, their um, pro-life. They they, they believe in uh, taking care of the people when they get outside the wound as well. Uh, and in Texas, we, we kill a lot of people, uh, legally kill a lot of people uh, in Texas. But they, so, go ahead. But they fighting, but they fighting with that with that plastic fork. Yeah. They got a plastic fork. They got a, a sport. Plastic <laughs> <laughs> yeah. fork. We have to de- Yes, we have to demand more. Because they do, they do say that they will do the right thing and fight for us. But where is the John Lewis Voting Rights Act? Where is expansion yes, yes. of of health care? Where is yes. uh, this infrastructure package? Fifteen dollars minimum wage. Yes. yes. No, no, where is no, all no, of that? No, 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 no. All that's good. All that's good. All that's good. But what I want to know is, where's the urgency? Where's the energy? Yes. Where's the yes. where, where's the fight? That people can grab onto. I, I ain't right. saying it. They still trying to play like. I guess they think they can talk them in the back being. All right, now if I get if we get in office, we gonna do this to you. Fool, they gonna do it anyway. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I they, 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 they gonna do it anyway. They, they're told they gonna do it. So you gonna don't do it because you think they might not do it. Really? Yeah. Good point. I, I'm a fr- I'm a firm believer success breeds success. What what That's the right. group needs is what what the what the group need in Washington D.C. need a success story. They just need one. Yeah. You know they don't okay. have mm-hmm. one. So if you have one right. success story, then you can come ask me to vote for you. But if you don't have a success yeah. story, why would I vote? For what what I'm voting for? So whatever they just need something. That's what I was talking about with the health care is. If we can get right. them they on board, a, if we can get them on board, they need to culture war. They, they need to go and fight in the culture war. They not they, the culture. They playing like they don't have to. They, they could just ignore the culture war. No, you got to go fight that. They not well, they, they don't, well, they don't like you. You, they, they, you like you saying fighting with a fight. Whatever fight they get in, they got to get in and win. So they don't get right. in fights to win. You know, so so I, 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 Biden not providing provide that kind of leadership. That's all I'm saying. Oh no, we, we understand. We understand that because everybody making money in that situation. All that 
You know, I tell people all you do is track the dollars. But I want to ask you a question. Where is, where is the PSA bill that Bobby Rush is trying to push through? Mm. Mm-hmm. Pete, well, let's try to the, find the, out they, where that bill Do they know what a success story is? If you, got to, if you, if you want to, you know, we learned that a long time ago. You you know, you had to tell a success story to get somebody to follow you. Right. That's it. Right. That's I mean, it. Mean, gee, That's get, it. it doesn't have to be a big one. Get a small one. Just get one. Right. <laughs> it's a, and so back to the back to the PSA deal. If Bobby Rush PSA deal is stuck in Washington, D.C. to give, I, guess, I haven't seen the whole bill. I hope it's for free PSA. Imagine the impact mm-hmm. that would have on the project we we're talking about of a person can walk in and get a free PSA, and then you can mm-hmm. change that number that's being reported. That's a success story. Yes. Yes. Just tell, you know, just take a simple. It doesn't have to be a big story. Just make it a success right. story. They don't have a that's success right. story up there. I mean, I mean, take get Bobby's PSA bill out of uh, prostate deal out of there and tell every black every male. Doesn't have to be a black male. Every male can get a free PSA. Mm-hmm. Imagine yeah, that impact male. that would have on on people. So how do you ask me to vote for you if you don't know if I need a PSA yeah. or not? That's right. You don't even yeah, know. You, know you have a PSA bill that you can't get out of up there, whatever reason it's stuck. Can you ask me to come and vote? And, and, and I got this letter about the black church organization. I can't remember what it was. All the black churches need to come together for uh, for to get the vote out. Come with a success Why? story. Come yeah. with a success yeah. story. That old that old game of getting all the black churches to get the vote out. But you don't have a success story. Get a success story mm-hmm. and, go, and you'll have all the pastors line up. I believe they will line up behind you if you have a success story. We've proven that. Right. But, listen, but if you don't have a success story, right. I mean, why should I follow you if you don't have a success story? Let's just make a note that the bill that that Pastor Cooper, excuse me, the bill that uh, Dr. Hagney is talking about is the HIM bill. It's the HR 5200. It's called the HIM, H-I-M Act, which is the uh, PSA screening. Uh, And he's been working at that for since since 21, I believe. 2021. Yeah, we say in the country, Dr. No, no, Yeah, I was just going to say it says that the bill requires private health insurance plans to cover preventive prostate cancer screening that are not already covered under the recommendation of the person's policy. That's so basic. That is so amazing, and we don't, these people who say they represent us can't even be bothered to to just, I mean, how easy would that be? But it's in a black hole in Washington. Right. It should be very, it should be very easy. You're right. I I I didn't see out. Go ahead. Anyone see out Al Roker's program this past year? We were in a meeting, someone checked us out of Buffalo was telling us we we need to look at the El Roco Serrative presentation on prostate screen. I didn't see it. I'm trying to pull up a copy of that to look at that. I didn't see it, but someone everybody everybody was texting us saying El Roco was presenting the PSA a need for PSA uh, on Saturday morning on his on that on his pro on GMA program. Can you can you pull it. that up and see anything on that, Miss Rihanna? 
for us. Hey, Doc, you know, we say in the country, there's a pro dog that it won't wag his own tail. Now, uh, uh, yeah, you know, folks, <laughs> he gonna the Democratic Party, writ large, they don't know how to wag their own tail. I mean, you yeah. know, they they, mm-hmm. they they don't have a they they don't have they don't have a clear uh okay just like you know you know even though they found stupid and like parakeets and BB I mean he's found a bunch of crazy stuff but but the Republicans they know how to hone in on a message and everybody everybody mm-hmm. carried right. a message right mm-hmm. I, I mean they right. create that I, 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 I mean I gotta give them that because they don't figure that out but the Democrats mm-hmm. they it's almost like they don't want it, it's like. I don't want that group to know what I'm doing. So if I was to go and message that, then that would piss this mm-hmm. group off. So yeah, so exactly. I can't yeah. Say, say nothing yeah. no group, right? Yeah, I mean, that's what it looked like to me. Right. Now, if it's something different, tell me. But that's what it looked like to me that they're doing. But what they need to do is go ahead. You know, they need to go ahead and message, like you said, Doc. Their successes. They got some successes. They got some things they're doing. Uh, you know, and they just, you know, it, yeah. I mean, the Republicans just club them across the head. With all kinds yeah. of stuff they could run out with and, and message, and then they just sit there like, "Oh well," and I'm like, "Really? Give me right. that." But you know something, I, I want to bring this out, uh, Dr. Hagney. Uh, I, I, when we when we had that five million dollar grant for for uh, breast cancer, and then we used Mr. Clarence Shackleford as our person for prostate for the PSAs. Now think think about Al Roker, who was diagnosed with prostate cancer. He started to put off. There are there are there are black men who do have, and and and, and the reason why I'm saying black men is because he's a, uh, Al Roker is a black man who has great insurance. Who started to put off going to get his PSA, and his wife or somebody encouraged him. You need to go and get your PSA again. But here's what I have found is that some physicians may not automatically say to the man when he comes in to right. the clinic who actually has insurance with no problem, may not even say, you need to get your PSA done. Uh, may not say, right. I, I have somebody, listen, I have someone that just told me a couple of days ago that his PSA, now you you know you know uh, what the PSA does and what it means, and we know what the, stat, what the norms are. Uh, the mm-hmm. normal level for PSA is, is four milliliters. Uh, and so if you go and pass, if you go and pass four to ten, then you even at ten you begin to be at a risk. This young man said that his prostate was forty four. I go what? Oh my Forty four. That is off. Oh my goodness. How did they even put that on the chart? So because when you go past ten, you know you got prostate cancer. Wow. So there no. are some people, and he's uh, let's see, he's probably some maybe he made sixty maybe now. Uh, 60, uh, something like that, maybe. So so what what I'm saying is that we have to make sure that we take control if the, if the physician and your, or your, or your uh, uh, primary care person does not say you need to have your prostate, we need to be educating people out there to make sure that they know at this age that you should have this done, at that age you should have this done. And the, mm-hmm. I remember all the the issues with the mammogram that you needed to wait until you got to be 50. Well, what about those Mm -hmm. people who had cancer Mm -hmm. in their families, breast cancer in their families, and they had them early? I had a young lady, a soldier, young soldier, 
age 23 who died of breast cancer while we were stationed mm-hmm. overseas during the war. Because mm-hmm. we were using all kinds of chemicals, I had men who came down with with uh, breast cancer. You know, five percent of the men in this country have breast cancer. So we got to make sure that doc- to help Dr. Hagney teach men uh, to be sure to take care of their bodies and everybody. But I'm mm-hmm. really talking about men now to make sure that mm-hmm. they get that prostate done. Uh, that mm-hmm. yes, they did, and if they have it in their family, get it done earlier than what well, what is talked about. Go ahead, Dr. Hagney. That's right. We'll we'll be mentioning something uh, a new phrase, not necessarily a new phrase, called Stanford working on this advanced cure model. Okay. Advanced cure model. If you have some of the earlier signs, what are your what are, what are your long term plan? And so the healthcare industry, Stanford is leading this out. Mm-hmm. Individual need to have, and we're going to be talking this through our project. What is your advanced cure model? You're diagnosed, but what are your advanced plans? So a new discussion in healthcare in the future <clears throat> will be advanced care model. In other words, you don't just okay. leave a person sitting there. You treat that person mm-hmm. long term, uh, back in yeah. that history. Uh, if they have family history, don't sit around and, uh, and wait some positive. There should be so we yeah. we're gonna start in our community. That's why I said we're gonna improve work with healthcare from the bottom up uh, and, mm-hmm. and, and use these new models and the telehealth and all that discussion you're talking about. Uh, and from bottom up, because we can't sit around for some else people think about developing mm-hmm. advanced care models after people dead and gone. But but look at look at that early on. So I you know uh, like you said about the, knowing what the and see another thing part of this whole package is whole is to work with physicians about I know a long time ago that was a statement by national group you do the PSA six and above but now it's forty above. So you educate a person he go into he go into annual physical or whatever. And, and this doctor doesn't order a PSA on him. He's 40. He needs to know that he needs to ask the doctor, what about a PSA? Mm-hmm. But if you don't yeah. know that, you go in a doctor and get all for 15 minutes and they charge you all this kind of stuff. And then, and that's yeah. why we wind up with the preconditions we have right now because sure. we trust an individual. We go visit him. We trust that he's going to be managing us. Mm-hmm. But the, the records show that that's not the case. So we right have to there, take man. charge of that. Well, first of all, we got to educate ourselves so we know. Mm-hmm. Uh, what to expect and all that. So that's going to be part, and I really appreciate that's going to be part of that whole educational component, and it's going to be through our church hubs because that's where we can reach our, our community. Yeah, I want to thank I you. For, uh, they don't know how lucky they are to have you down there yeah, in that yeah. area. Bless, bless, bless. I mean, I bless. hope they, I hope they understand cause, because because I've been in that, you know, I've been in the field, and so I know about the double blind studies where they send black and white folks yeah. to the Frankies, all that kind of stuff. And and the bottom line of it is, we don't know how to go to the doctor. And so, you yep. know, like, and, and, and we need to just basically educate our people on how to go to the doctor. You know, they ain't just that's going right. out. Doctor, what's wrong with me? Nope, that's the wrong thing to do. You know, oh, yeah. you, you know, you got to own, got to own your body when you go in there. And, that's right. And you, you and you got, and you got to understand that he's not God. He's a doctor. That's he right. Know, there you go. You, you there know you more go. about what's wrong with you than he do. He there don't, you he, go. He can't, he that is talking. Well, well, so he, you need he, to use he him. He he or she. Uh-huh. He, she she and he can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you do that, yeah, yeah. And if you do that, they'll say, "Well, we'll do. We'll go, 
and they won't give you the, the like you say. They know you, you know, you do this, you know, you this age. They know you need a PSA or whatever. You know, they, I mean, they know that, sure, but true. they just don't yeah. do it, right? Because they want you out the office, so they gotta go see somebody else, and they ain't thinking about you. Based what it amounts to, mm-hmm. and so you know. And, mm-hmm. But again, that's part of the attitude thing when it comes to us getting service. Like I said, that's why we have white coat. You know, like when I like said, I told you, you know, like they they passing out blood pressure medicine. The people based on white coat. Them people didn't even have high blood pressure. It's just when mm-hmm. black folks go to the doctor, our blood pressure go up because you know, hey, you know, y'all scary, you know, whatever. But yeah. you know, like we calm down after a while. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> y'all scary. You know, uh-huh. you know. So, so he's going, he's going you know, after so. you and Doctor Hagney, Doc. She, he's coming after you. You know. <laughs> I Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> no. I, I, I told him, didn't 
All I need is old Doc off Marsha Dillon. I just call me Doc off Marsha Dillon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness, my goodness, my goodness. Well, my female doctor, uh, Arthur, my female uh, doctor, uh, makes sure that uh, they monitor my prostate because I'm over 50. And there it is go. normal for it yep. to enlarge. So a lot of men don't know that's that. Right. So I thank that's God right. I have a doctor of color. does not mean that she's African-American. just mean that she's a, a doctor of color that mm-hmm. understands. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, Dr. Mm-hmm. Hagney was talking earlier about how our DNA is different for that uh, uh, of color, which is not necessarily just mm-hmm. black. But uh, right. Stevie Wonder, I was reading his story, he was a preemie. And because a preemie uh, African-American baby needs oxygen at a mm-hmm. different level mm-hmm. before him died, it's a miracle that he didn't die, but because there was yeah. so much oxygen, it messed up his retina in his eye, which caused him to be blind. That's uh, right. He wasn't I, born I read blind. this story also. Did you read yeah, this story? Right. So you know what I'm talking about. I read about. this story. The, the, I, the, I did. I did. Mm-hmm. So I that's did. the fact yep. check. So th- that's the reason why we have to continue to, to, to push our children, our next generations, into health care. Uh, it, it's still a shame that we, I guess we feel it's below 2% where well, we have MDs, nurse practitioners that have those. Degrees. There you go. We need them there in those go. fields, and we need to push them along. That's, that's exactly. right. And, and this is also the reason why identity politics, when people hear that, those words together, is BS. Yes. Pardon the expression. It's nonsense. Mm-hmm. Only yeah. a term white people have made up for whatever reason. I, politics is about identity. You have to have representation. Look at these disparities. A, pre, a, 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 a white preemie child versus a, a right. preemie child of color and the difference that that mm-hmm. oxygen level makes. That's just one small Absolutely. little example. Identity That's politics right. are just politics. We all have That's an identity. Right. That's exactly right. I remember, I'm going to share this with you guys, uh, that I, re- I was reminded that just listening to Mr. Arthur, I remember when when nurses first started to become clinicians and nurse practitioners and all that, the, the, the medical doctors, in particular the male medical doctors, in particular the Caucasian medical doctors, had a problem with that. And and it was like you don't say the nurse uh, yes right <laughs> nobody was taking anything away from them as a matter of fact nurse practitioners and clinicians clinical nurse specialists clinicians added to the medical profession because mm-hmm. yes. you still and, and certain things you still have to ha- be under the auspices of a medical doctor like if you deliver a baby and and the, and you get into a snafu who are you going to have to call. You're going to have to call that MD to come and help you if there's something going on with the baby that obviously a nurse practitioner or a med- midwife cannot mm-hmm. handle. So That's all right. you are right. is an asset to the physician, yeah. not taking anything <clears throat> yeah. away from the physician. I'm going to share this with you. I remember when, quickly, when I first, a uh, young, young nurse first got out of school, feisty, wanted to learn everything, just couldn't wait to hit the floor. As a matter of fact, six months after I got out of Texas Women's University, I was already a charge nurse because this lady, Shirley Price, I never will forget her, saw something in me that I probably didn't even see in myself. 
And so she says, I want to train you to do this and do that. I want to train you to deliver babies and do this and do that because you're going to be a head nurse one day. You're going to be a director of nurses one day. And she writes, but I was sitting in, in the hospital, brand new nurse, and so I was doing my documentation and my charting and all of that stuff. And this physician came up behind me, and he said, I need the, first of all, he told me he needed the chart. And that I was work that I was charting, and I said, "Well, I'm not quite finished yet." And then he said, "I need to sit down so I can chart." And I said, "I'm not finished yet." So when the hurt the nurse, Miss Shirley Price, heard me, she said, "You are the first nurse I've ever heard to speak up to a physician and say, when I finish with this, I will get it to let you have this seat." <laughs> And, and I'm going to tell you what else happened. This was to so the shock of no one. Yeah, I, you're so funny. This man could not <laughs> believe it. The next, the next day, they set up a whole different area for them to come in to do their charting. So I was responsible for them having their own little place to sit in there and, and do their, their – because I wasn't getting up out of that seat until I finished. I didn't, I didn't know that nurses immediately rose up when the physician came in and gave her their seat over. I didn't know that. No one ever wow. told me that. And even if they had been told that, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have <laughs> there until I finished. You know, yes. I finished. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> he was in for a rude awakening. So I can imagine what kind of terms that he used. But in the meantime, yeah. I sat there until I finished, and then I got up. And by then, he was going on somewhere else. I don't even know where he was, but he didn't stick around. <laughs> so mm. <laughs> He found a safe space. <laughs> yes, there you go. He found a safe space. Yes, exactly. <laughs> the next day, they were working on a little area back there where they could do their recording. And they needed it because, you know, they had to do the recording. And once they saw the patient to say what they – the dictation, in other words, is what I'm talking about. So they found them a little room in there for the physicians to go in to dictate and to chart. <laughs> so see how I hey, help them? <laughs> hey, sure, I always yeah, want yeah, to ask a yeah, nurse sir. this question. I'm going to okay, ask a nurse ahead. this question. Now, you know, when I was in the military, I used to watch General Hospital all the time. Okay. And so I want to know how much a General Hospital is really hospitals. Are they really hospitals? You mean the, the TV ones? No, I mean, They're not I mean, at all. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm oh, not the characters. Characters. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me let me just share this with you. Educationally, I have 15 years of education in medicine, so uh, I just thought I'd leave that with you. But at any rate, uh, general hospital, <laughs> yeah, they, well, we have general hospital out in the field. I, as a matter of fact, our military. Hospital used to be called well. We're a general hospital, we but or a field hospital. Uh, we have we had everything. We had everything in that tent that they have in a hospital, a stationary hospital. They we unload everything off of that truck, set up the ICU unit, set up uh, the life support system, set up because I like fast paced medicine. I like emergency room. I like uh, ICU, I like CCU, I like all those high-tech things. I prepared myself academically for all of those fast-paced medicines. So we had everything in our general hospital in the field. 
in you college, I worked know. in the ER. And let me tell you something, that is fast-paced. Uh, you get to see a little yeah. bit of everything, and then I have to everything. transfer at night. I recover. And the uh, MM, MHMR, a high-note unit, I had uh, Beaumont. And uh, okay. we had the uh, mental patients and those things. So uh, I, I've seen a little bit of everything. So my hat's off to you. Thank you for your service on both sides of the field. Well, well and I no, want to share this with you. Wait, let me tell you this. I, wait, just a second, Mr. Arthur. I trained at Parkland Hospital, the best place ever on Friday night. Mm. You see every mm. single thing. Yes. That was the, I, yeah. I saw at Parkland Hospital the things I have never seen in the other oh, parts yeah. of my life. Oh, oh yeah. Go ahead, oh, yeah. Mr. Arthur. Uh, well, sure. Actually, I was actually I was waiting on something a little bit more juicier, but you know, I guess this is live yeah. radio, so so I guess I'll leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's right. We'll be, we'll be good on the radio. <laughs> this show is brought to you by uh, Taste of Naughty Delight, found at 300 <laughs> Martin Luther King and beautiful there downtown Tyler. <laughs> I love yeah. it. That's right. Thank, thank you for that, <laughs> Pastor Cooper. We needed to say that. Yes, we needed to say that. And we have Tuesdays and Thursdays. We have a special for nine ninety nine. You get one meat and two vegetables. You the best mm-hmm. deal in town. You can't get that any place else. And the food uh, is restaurant. It's now that's juicy. That's and right there you go. And and don't forget us on Soul Food Sunday. <laughs> on Soul Food Sunday, come on down after church and you can have an amazing meal. And you oh, may wow. you have four four different vegetables. I mean, four, yeah, four different vegetables, four different meats. And, of course, the specialty is always the meatloaf. And it's not a slice. It is a loaf. So you mm-hmm. get plenty mm-hmm. of food. Plenty well, of food. Well, well, I, I would tell you. Yeah, I was testimony ahead, for, Dr. Uh, Dr. For, yes, from this do. past Saturday because we utilized the meetings here. And I tell you, that was at Saturday morning breakfast. I'm still thinking about those pancakes I had. But uh, we had our <laughs> – and instead, it was just That's excellent. Good. Service was excellent. Food was excellent. The guys wonderful, at the meeting, like, and they were just very supportive for our, our even there. So I – they were excellent. I'm just proud of them. They enjoyed you guys. They enjoyed you. They, t- they told me about it when I got back on Sunday evening. They told me about it, how much they enjoyed having Dr. Hagney and his group in on Saturday morning. Some of the best breakfasts in town. My, my husband says that once, once people find out about the breakfast that you guys provide down here, IHOP's going to have a little trouble. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's good advertisement. But before we got, believe it or not, it's 957. You guys, oh, this has been so much fun listening to all of the great things that are going on. But the new thing that I wanted to talk about, not so much as talk about right now because we only have a couple minutes, but the monkey pop that's going, pox that's going on, the cases, yeah. we're up to 21 of them in America right now. So let's be really careful out there. Uh, I don't think, I'm not sure if we have any that have hit Texas yet, but that, it, it's devastating to look at. Yes. Uh, a few years it? ago it started in Texas. A Texas man yes. uh, traveled to Africa. That's exactly right. That's right. I forgot came that. came home with one strain of it. And the, the strain, right now we've got two strains. And it's different from COVID. I know the, the medical folks. Right on the line know this, but I, I thought this was interesting. Um, Go ahead. It's different from COVID in a couple different ways. One, 
these two strains that we have are not like uh, the, say, variants of COVID, Delta and the others. <clears throat> these are uh, two members of one family. They came just coincidentally from two completely different mm. kinds of monkeypox. So uh, there's two variants. And the thing that uh, makes – a couple other things that make this different from COVID so that people don't freak out and think we're going to have another pandemic – um, right. It's not airborne like COVID. You have to, right. uh, through touch contact is how you get it. And we have a vaccine for this. And we have, we actually have like 35,000 doses of this vaccine ready. And what they do, as soon as they identify someone with monkeypox, uh, they isolate that person and everyone around them who has had touch contact immediately gets this vaccine. So they're able to isolate it. They're able to, to contain it. Um, and the symptoms out there for anybody uh, wanting to know, uh, really, really bad headache, uh, fatigue, mm -hmm. and a rash that begins on the face and then spreads to other parts of the body. Yes, yes. And, and all over the hands and extremities, uh, mm -hmm. it's really devastating to look at it and see uh, how it can affect the body. Okay, guys. Well, thank you, Miss Rihanna, for bringing us up to date on that. We just have – that's why, you know, sometimes we can't shake hands like we used to anymore. Uh, I know people do a uh, wrist bump – I mean, uh, excuse me, elbow bump and all of that. And so I'll, I'll give you a big air hug, but I guess we have to stop hugging and, and using our hands, or maybe we should just hug. I don't know. Uh, or just give a big wave or throw an throw a air kiss or, or something like that. But we all know that we love one another. We just kind of have to be real careful. So thank you, guys. This has been an outstanding evening. We will continue on. I think our time is up. It's 10 o'clock. I hope everybody knows where their children are uh, and all of that. And I know my granddaughter is at Prairie View A&M University. So hope you <laughs> <she's> safe. <laughs> So we'll turn you, Ms. Rihanna. Thank you guys so much. Uh, once again, this show is brought to you Thank by you. a taste Thank of North Delight, 403 West Martin Luther King Boulevard. Come and see us on
That's why we walk through Ferguson with our hands up. When it goes down, we woman and man up. They say stay down and we stand up. Shots, we on the ground. The camera panned up. King pointed to the mountaintop and we ran up. One day when the glory comes, it will be out. It will be When the war is won, we will be sure, we will be sure, oh, no. Every man, woman, and child Even Jesus got his crown in front of a crowd They march with the torch, we gon' run with it now Never look back, we done gone hundreds of miles From dark roads, heroes, to become a hero Facing the league of justice, his power was the people Enemy is lethal, a king became regal Saw the face of Jim Crow under a bald ego The biggest weapon it's to stay peaceful, we sing, our music is the cuts that we bleed through, somewhere in the dream we had an epiphany, now we right the wrongs in history, no one can win the war individually, it takes the wisdom of the elders and young people's energy, welcome to the story we call victory, the coming of the Lord, my eyes have seen the glory. One day, when the glory comes, it will be Good night.